And let's get right to the latest on the border blockades. State of emergency declared earlier today by Premier Ford here for the province of Ontario. That essentially means enhanced enforcement and policing powers moving forward. We also have reports that Prime Minister Trudeau on the federal level said to be meeting with U.S. President Joe Biden today. The White House, of course, yesterday urging Canada to use their federal powers to restore trade and the shipment of goods. And for more on all of this in this continuing and developing situation, let's welcome in Bruce Heyman, former U.S. ambassador to Canada, who joins us now. Bruce, good afternoon. Appreciate your time on this Friday. It's a pleasure. Good to be with you. Okay, first off, uh, what will likely do you think be discussed between the prime minister and the president uh, if they're speaking today? I would think that they'd uh, probably update each other on their perspective and the situation. Uh, importantly, the president's going to be talking, um, if they talk today, uh, I would suspect he's going to talk about the impact on the U.S. economy this is having. You know, many factories are now furloughing people and shutting down. We're seeing inflationary aspects, you know, all the way across the United States at very high levels. But this would contribute to increased inflation. Um, in addition to that, there are probably all kinds of foodstuffs that are trying to get their way to Canada. For you guys to fill up your grocery store shelves of things that were grown in the southern part of the United States in the West. And that will be spoiling and just sitting on our side of the border, not making it because even the time and effort to go to other port entries would just uh, probably not give sufficient time for the stuff to stay fresh. So it's a it's a very difficult situation from the U.S. side. The Canadian side, the prime minister is probably going to give them an update as to you know what efforts are taking place domestically in Canada uh, to alleviate and uh, mitigate this crisis. Yeah, will they just talk impacts, do you think, Bruce, or will they talk possible intervention? Because I know Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, she has offered American equipment to help move the trucks off the Ambassador Bridge there. I mean, is that the role that the U.S. can play uh, when it comes to helping Canada through this? It's hard. I, you know, look, what we have is very defined rules. I mean, you have your country and your borders, and you operate within those borders we have ours that unless there is some specific authorization uh, to come across the border and help, which, by the way, Canadians have come and helped us out of very many difficulties, but rarely on a law enforcement issue. Um, but we do have, you know, abilities to operate on both sides and really work together. You know, within the embassy, we have a number of law enforcement agencies represented and they coordinate with uh, Canadian agencies as well. But actual implementation on the ground within Canada, my guess is, will still rest with the Canadian authorities. Now, this protest, of course, started in our nation's capital, in Ottawa, but it is starting to have a global impact. We're hearing more and more of similar protests, Bruce, planned for the likes of Washington and beyond. Uh, we're hearing about perhaps the Super Bowl this weekend. Just how concerned is the White House in the U.S., and how concerned should other countries be about this? So first of all, we should all recognize how fragile democracy is and how a small minority of people can can be, you know, so impactful on the broad majority of all of us. The tyranny of the few. We saw it in the United States a year and a quarter ago, which was a potential warning sign for Canada and other countries that it wasn't just the United States that the radical right, you know, tried to take down the U.S. government and circumvent our process of an election 
and literally an insurrection on the Capitol uh, building itself. So now here we are. Um, a lot of people are very frustrated over this virus. We, we want it to go away. Um, and that frustration is manifesting itself. We see it on airplanes and people are fighting over wearing a mask or not. We see it in grocery stores. We see it, people walking on the street. So now we have what operates as a minority, a really small minority, if you think about it, of truckers who don't want to get vaccinated to abide by the law. And they want, they had a gripe, but that gripe has now been, um, been actualized and motivated and weaponized a bit by the far right in not only Canada, but the United States, media, uh, politicians and fundraising. And so this isn't limited by borders now. And this is happening not only in Canada, but as you mentioned, elsewhere in the world. It's a very dangerous moment, especially at the same time we're seeing, you know, things like, you know, Russia building 130,000 troops on the border of Ukraine. So it's a complicated time geopolitically. Some part of it is motivated and stimulated by a virus. And some part of it is, unfortunately, people taking advantage of the fact that we had the virus and they're looking for openings for their own causes. Mm -hmm. Are we also seeing frustration with our leaders, with the government, uh, not only regarding the virus, but uh, is that part of what we're hearing here from uh, protesters and one of the reasons why this is maybe spreading globally? Is this dissatisfaction with politicians and our leaders that, uh, you know, there's uh, people that believe or feel that they're not being heard? You know, I think the pandemic has contributed to that as well, because, you know, each country is trying to tackle based on their own science, based on their own medical research and based on their own legalities and approach. Each one is approaching this pandemic slightly different. In fact, in some cases, dramatically different. But at the same time, there's some part of the population that just doesn't want to be a part of that, doesn't want to be told what to do and how to do it and when to do it, and where to do it, even if it is a pandemic, even if the science all points in one direction. And so they're frustrated. And not only are they frustrated, but we've also seen lots of loss of life, uh, long COVID, job transitions, and people losing jobs. It's a very stressful, frustrating moment. And, uh, you know, I think that people are frustrated. They think the leaders are going to get them out of this. In some cases, they can be very helpful. But as a leader, you can't make a pandemic just disappear. You can only do the best you can. And I think every leader is trying their hardest and they're doing it differently, but they really are trying their hardest to keep us all safe. And speaking of leaders, uh, what do you believe as uh, somebody who has been part of the uh, diplomatic process and diplomacy? Uh, what is Justin Trudeau's next move, do you think, of Bruce? I mean, can diplomacy, can it still work? Can diplomacy end uh, what we're seeing going on uh, right now at our borders and the confrontation between the truckers, uh, police, and the government? You know, um, the answer is it absolutely can work. It absolutely can work. We don't know whether it will, but it can work, and it should work. Um, but we have to keep trying. We have to keep trying. All right, we will uh, leave it there. Bruce, really appreciate your time and your thoughts with us this afternoon on this uh, Friday, and enjoy your weekend. Thanks. Be well.
You too. Bruce Heyman is a former U.S. ambassador to Canada. We'll step aside, and when we come back, we will continue to talk about the uh, border blockades and, of course, the uh, trucker uh, convoy, the ongoing uh, trucker uh, protest, which is coming to Toronto, coming back to Queen's Park uh, as we speak uh, for this uh, weekend. And also, as we mentioned there with uh, Bruce, is going uh, global. We're hearing about uh, reports of it to spreading to Washington, maybe perhaps to the Super Bowl as well. Something that started in Ottawa, in Canada. How is it going uh, global and why are we seeing similar protests emerging uh, elsewhere? And just how is that all being uh, organized here on the Jeff MacArthur Show? Stay with us. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.